What's up? What's up? It's your boy, K. Steele. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. How's everybody doing on this beautiful day? My goodness. Listen, folks, I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all for tuning in. This is about to be a hot one. You know, it's, it ain't even summertime yet, and it's almost 90 degrees these last couple of days. So it's cool. Break out the shorts, the tank tops, whatever y'all feel like wearing. But I just got a one nugget. OK, this for the ladies, though. One nugget. When the summertime or nice summer weather start happening, I start to see these beautiful sundresses come out, which I absolutely love looking at. Right. Uh, but y'all, y'all in these, these summer dresses and these spandex and flip flops in the bottom of y'all feet looking like ashtrays. I'm not trying to clown. I'm just saying the feet is the first thing to touch the water. So some of y'all ladies know better. Y'all know better. Go on and, uh, not just lotion them joints up, find a, you know, get that manicure, pedicure, or just do it yourself. That, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. I know some of y'all probably mad at me already. And you're looking down at your feet. I can't help it. No, get them things together. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. I love y'all. Uh, listen, so today, um, you know, I've been having some uh, pretty interesting conversations over the past couple of weeks. And one of the things that I... Uh, kind of want to talk about today is, um, you know, we all make mistakes. We all go through uh, life and there are certain things that we look at like, man, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done that. And I want to say we got to show ourselves some grace. You know, that's that undeserved favorite. You know, grace is saying, you know, I made the mistake and I'm not that hard on my like I made the mistake, but I'm working toward a better you know, better me, a better goal or whatever it is. We got to show ourselves some grace. We sitting there all hard on ourselves for, you know, sometimes no reason. You know, uh, sometimes we are harder on ourselves than other people are. And so I'm, I'm reading a book. The title of the book is um, How to Get Out of Your Own Way. And I think that when we don't show ourselves some grace, when we kind of, you know, don't forgive ourselves in some areas, we are literally getting in our own way. And it causes a lot of dysfunction in our journey that doesn't have to be there. I'm not saying that we don't hold ourselves accountable for, you know, uh, uh, doing better uh, uh, as far as, you know, growth and, and, and maturity. But I think that <clears throat> we have to stop being so hard on ourselves. Stop condemning ourselves. Let go of some of that stuff that we have done in the past. Yes. If we wouldn't have been, you know, smoking that weed and drinking so hard or clubbing and partying, we would probably be somewhere different financially or spiritually or whatever it is. But that was the past. We can't get that back. That's yesterday. And we, we got to stop. We got to find a way not to live in the past. Even yesterday was yesterday. If you made a, a stupid, horrible mistake yesterday, let that thing go. But you have to be mature enough to say, even though I'm showing myself some grace, I need to learn from this. You know, I've had some very, very interesting conversations and one of the conversations, you know, it kind of left me a little stuck. And I was like, wow, you know, this shouldn't be so easy to do without thinking, you know what? I need to mature past this area so that I can grow and, and, and not do that again. It, it needs to be a serious thing to want to change. You know what I mean? And so everything that happened yesterday happened yesterday. So stop beating yourself up. And, and that's really the meat of the the whole talk today. Like some I, I know a couple of people that there's some things going on in their lives 
that has literally nothing to do with their past, but their past is still prevalent in their in their present. And what's happening is they can't move forward forward in relationships. They can't move forward in just healing. You know, they may need some deliverance in some areas. They can't move forward in just joy and happiness in where they are because their state of mind is still stuck on things that happened to them yesterday. You know, um, a, a few people listen, your parents are not here. Certain friends aren't here. Certain people you may be thinking that you can't move forward until you have that closure. Well, the closure may, may be just for you to release them. That closure may be, listen, I forgive myself for holding on to this thing for so long. I, I forgive those people for not showing me the love that they should have shown me. I forgive those people for not taking care of my heart. I think one of the hardest things for me, um, I'm a very, <clears throat> I've been told I'm a sensitive guy. And that sensitivity doesn't necessarily mean um, I'm this boohoo, crying, wimpy type of dude. The sensitivity means that I do, I, I'm pretty uh, in control of my, my emotions. Like I'm pretty in touch with my emotions as a male, right? And the way society paints the picture is that men aren't supposed to have those kind of emotions. Men are supposed to be tough all the time. Men can't cry. Men can't do this, that, and the third. And that's why society is so jacked up now that men can't uh, get into their, 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 or really show their feelings because society tells them that they're weak. You know, a woman, I've seen this firsthand when a woman, not, and it wasn't me, but I seen a woman like talk down to her dude calling him all kind of punks and whatever, whatever, because uh, something touched his heart. And the man, like, he got, he started to kind of sniffle a little bit. And I remember the woman, like, looking at the dude, and she was like, straighten that ish up. You know what I mean? Like, what the F you doing? And I said, whoa, that's crazy. But people repeat what was done to them. So what she was shown, obviously, was that men can't be in touch with their emotions. And in my own uh, relationships, I felt like like God had to reveal to me um, and I didn't understand it for a long period of time is that the women, some of the women that I have been with throughout my life, my adult life, didn't know how to take care of my emotions like or excuse me, didn't know how to take care of my heart for say like I'm a I'm the type of person that that like when I love, I love heart like I give my all. Um, there's kind of no halfway point with me. So if you, my woman, you know, I'm doing things for you. Uh, you know, I cook, I clean and you do the same, right? It's a, it's a give and take type of deal. Um, you know, to bring that balance in a relationship, but you know, the whole time I felt like I had to earn love and I've shared this with, with multiple people cause I'm pretty transparent and like throughout my life, when I look at, you know, the name calling, all those things, I feel like I have to earn love. So some some people, <clears throat> when when society paints a picture that men aren't supposed to be emotional, uh, you got all these dysfunctional, emotionally charged men. <clears throat> excuse me. These these dysfunctional, emotionally charged men out there that the moment you're ready to address some things, they're ready to fight you. They're ready to bite your head off. They ready, you know, they, they they explode like a volcano because 
you can't touch on the subject because they don't know how to even address the things that's that's damaging them emotionally. And I think it's important that we start getting to a place as a society to 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 start getting help in these areas. But most people can't get to present state of mind because they're still in yesterday's state of mind. And it sucks, man. It, it literally sucks. You know what? I think that in a lot of relationships, if we learn to show ourselves a little bit more grace, a little bit more forgiveness of self, of the mistakes of yesterday, the mistakes of today, heck, the, the mistakes of tomorrow, because um, they're going to come. We're 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 uh, fallible creatures. You know, what I mean, like we're going to make mistakes. It's just life. It's just a journey. If we were uh, uh, if we would learn to show ourselves some grace as well as show others more grace. Right. I think a lot of relationships will be so much better. People have a hard time letting things go. And most of the time it has nothing to do with what's going on right now. Um, You know, I was talking to someone, uh, one of my friends, and there's some things that happen early on in life that he feels he has to fight all the time. It's almost like a, what is it? A fight or flight, you know, kind of deal all the time. And I'm going to tell you something. What happened to him conditioned him and programmed him to do such. Because I'm going to be honest with you, as much as we tell these men and tell these women, you need to take accountability. You need to do this and you need to do that. But we're not taking the time to understand their background and to understand why they behave that way. We can't help heal them. We ha- we can't help point them in the right direction. So when we telling somebody to show yourself more grace, sometimes they don't know how because all their life, all they know is fight or flight. They know they've been bullied and, and most of the bullying comes from family. Most of the bullying, you know, and, and growing up in a, in a, in a black community, uh, this is how I learned to play the dozens, you know, roast each other. And it's just another way to put each other down. You know what I mean? That's all it is. But when someone's calling you names and putting you down, saying your breath stinks, saying your, your hair is nappy, saying um, like me, I wear glasses in contacts, whatever. So four eyes, eight eyes, whatever. Um, these names, uh, these names stick with you for a long time. And if you don't let those things go, they will stay around and they will haunt you. They will ruin your life. And so I think it's important that we learn to understand somebody's background and show them a little bit more grace. And if that's you that's holding on to these things, show yourself a little bit more grace. Say, you know what? Everything happened. I can't say, listen, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, everything happens for a reason. I, I will say this. When I was learning how to roast, it got to the point I was getting kind of good to where, <laughs> all right, I come back some with some quick, you know, rebuttals, right? And so I would get double teamed. You know, got, got a couple of cousins talking bad about me. And then I go in on them. And, and we all cracking up laughing, but we're not realizing these things are feeding into our insecurities. If anything, they're building more and more insecurities because after all the joking and things are done, if anything is remotely close to the truth and how is represented, that's something that sits in the back of our subconscious mind that is hard to release. 
And then we start identifying with these things and keep them around for many times. And then we take this dysfunction into relationships. So um, it, you know, in a black culture or in just maybe I don't know if too many other cultures, but I'll speak for the black culture. Uh, this roasting thing. Right. What it did was it toughened a lot of us up. It toughened a lot of us up. A lot of us was, you know, we learned how to tell jokes. And some of them, you know, <laughs> they were funny, but really it, it not only toughened some of us up, but it, it also, to me, in my mind, it destroyed some, some, um, some, uh, 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 what do you call it? It really tapped into some insecure emotions that some of the kids had. Like, for example, um, I remember one of the jokes, it was some, some so-called friends back in the days when I was a kid. And uh, because we used to every once in a while have to go to the food locker because we didn't have enough food for the end of the month. You know, what I mean, we go to the food locker. Kids knew that. And so kids would point that out. Oh, you had to go to the food locker. You didn't have enough food. Oh, you uh, uh, wearing pro wings because I'm wearing Adidas or Nike. Excuse me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, uh, hiccuping or whatever. But. So you grow up in a society where you got to defend yourself all the time or you feel that you have to defend yourself. And so if you take that on, if you if it never gets addressed properly, you don't know how to show yourself grace. All you know how to do is be defensive. You all you know how to do is always be offended at something. So you go into these relationships and they got whatever background and baggage that they got going on. You got whatever background and baggage you got going on. And so when y'all get into these relationships, y'all ain't showing no, no grace. <laughs> y'all ready to go ham. It's because of what you've been conditioned and uh, programmed to do. And society has a huge, huge part in that. But at some point, when I say show yourself some grace, it's saying, you know what? Today, I'm going to choose. I'm going to be intentional about letting some of those things go. If not letting all the things go. And I know things uh, when they are engrafted in your subconscious mind, it almost it comes out. You know, I had a pretty awesome conversation with a uh, with an aunt of mine and uh, she would just give me some really good nuggets. And it was crazy because she had pointed out something about her that she said, you know, I got to I got to pay attention to that because that that's not good in a relationship. And I was like, ooh, that's me too, right? And I never I never thought about it from that perspective. I was like, oh, you know what? If I have an insecurity in something and I know it, I need to do whatever is necessary to, to work on that insecurity. Because we all got faults, right? We all we not nobody's perfect in this thing. So we all got faults. So when she said that, I had Excuse me. I had never thought about that myself. Like, oh, OK, I don't like when the situation is getting a little too out of hand. You know, I was telling her about a relationship I had. And uh, one of the young ladies, when she would drink, we was together for over a year or so. And I really, you know, I did care for this woman deeply. You know what I mean? But I noticed she still wanted to drink and party and still do whatever she was doing. And I remember uh I didn't. And so when she would drink too much and like, I think I almost completely had stopped drinking at this time in my life. Um, it, her behavior, 
Like one time we was at a party, she pulled the breast out and I'm like, what the heck are you doing? You know what I mean? Even though everybody had pretty much walked outside, but they were walking in and out the house at any moment. And I was like, man, and it pulled up an insecurity of I couldn't control that situation. So I was getting antsy, like, come on, don't do that. What are you doing? Like, if you're going to show me those, show, show me those in the car, show me at the house, but don't be doing this at this um, at this person's house. What are you doing? And people were coming in and out and she was being over flirtatious with me, but it didn't look it just didn't look right. And I think I was trying to present it. I didn't know trying to present an image or whatever, but it just didn't look right or feel right. And I was like, man, so I waited after, you know, we left the party and we had a real talk or I pulled her to the side at the party. But afterwards, I was like, yeah, we need to really talk. And then I seen the real decline of our relationship after that. But. I remember my insecurity was because I couldn't control it and it wasn't I'm not trying to control a person. I was just I guess my image was, hey, we better than that. And so she felt judged because the way she was drinking and the way she was partying, she felt judged by me. And I was like, am I really judging her? And probably to an extent, I probably was, you know, what I mean, unintentionally. But I was like, look, and it wasn't me trying to tell her to stop drinking. That was if that's what she wanted to do. That's what she wanted to do. My thing was like, hey, let's not be reckless with it, though. So she felt judged because I seen there was a there was a, some some character flaws with the heavy drinking. And she didn't like me pointing those things out. And I think I pointed those out when I was drinking, too, back in the day. So all this to say, you know, people, we we all have things we need to work on. But don't be so hard on yourself. You know, I really hope I wasn't talking in circles today. Please don't be so hard on yourself. And some of y'all don't know what that even looks like. All you know is to down yourself. All you know is to speak words that are contrary to giving yourself life. Speaking words that are contrary. Look, God has made you beautifully. Like, stop, stop looking at the flaws and start looking at the beauty of who, who you are. You know what I mean? Like there's there's so much in who you are that you probably don't even tap to tap into because all you're doing is looking at the negative things. And so I just encourage you today be thankful um, about how far you've grown. Know that you're not the same person you were yesterday. And some of those things that you need to release, find a better way to release them. I'm not saying turn to drinking and turn into drugs, because if anything overall, that just makes it worse. But all I'm saying is find a better way to release, get that layer of things and that baggage up off you so that when you go into these new relationships, you can um, you can go in there healed. You know what I'm saying? Go in there whole. And I'm not saying you're going into the relationship perfect, because as you are working on yourself and then you go into these new relationships, the blessing of it is. You know some of the things that you need to work on and you've been working on them consistently. So you start attracting different type of people. You start being attracted to different uh, uh, those people that you are becoming, not those people who you are, because a lot of people hurt people, hurt people and damage people. Nine times out of ten, they attract what they are. Right. You attract that damaged person. Uh, so give yourself some grace today. Uh, show yourself some love today and, and just, you know, be grateful. Today is a beautiful day. You woke up, you listening to the podcast. Uh, 
you know, even if you <clears throat> only was able to listen to close to the ending, the nugget I want to leave with you today is that you are beautifully and wonderfully made with your stretch marks, with your some people with the black tone. I don't know. Whatever it is, whatever faults that you, you plan on focusing on, don't focus on that today. Focus on the fact that you are not who you were yesterday and that everything in your past and does not have power over you in your present. So y'all have a, a great day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's your boy, K. Steel, a.k.a. Creative Ambition. Listen, you can reach me on Kendrick Steel uh, on Facebook at uh, uh, like Standing Steel. So Kendrick Steel on Facebook. You can hit me on Instagram. DM me. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know uh, if this touched your heart. If it didn't, give me some constructive criticism. I'm all for all of it. Uh, interactions with the people. You know what I mean? I love y'all. So it's C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. Follow me. Let me know what you think. All right. Y'all have a great day. Peace.